0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Blood, Sweat, and Fears podcast. Uh, we are struggling with a little bit of a heat wave right now, but I'm just going to give some holiday advice for anybody who feels like traveling abroad. Do not take advice from a handsy Dutch businessman about a really great hostel to go and stay in or go in a submarine with uh, Titanic billionaires. let us uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, hello, Alan. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm feeling very grateful to have my Achilles tendons. should i clear up the things from the last episode now oh yeah we got some comments and uh... all of our comments so far have been about my diabetes (laughs) to be clear i'm not ignoring it when i say i was trying not to think about it i meant that i was trying to focus on being healthy so that i won't die I'm sorry your mum died, or if you have the same relationship with her that I did with my mum, I'm very happy for you. But I'm doing well, thank you. Second thing, I said the f last episode, and I forgot to mention I am one, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> Fag out. Woo! And uh, we've got an incredible guest to join us today to talk about Hostel. Uh, he's a uh, part of Jamaica Street, a very funny comedian and a lovely boy. Please welcome to the show, Pierce Higgins. Thank you for having me, boys. Pleasure to be here. Oh, Pierce, oh. it's fucking great to have you here, and uh, I love that already, like in the our first three episodes, we've done a little bit of the fantasy stuff. We've done a little bit of like the sort of conspiracy stuff. Now we're just going full-on realism, graphic gore, horror. This is the first time that we've done a episode where this is the first time I've seen the movie. Have hmm. so you watched it before? No, I've never seen Hostel no. before. I, I constantly heard about it in uh, school and that, though. But it always seemed like something I didn't think that I would enjoy or uh i'd have to be in, like in the right mindset mm. to watch it and then by the time you've thought about it you're just sticking something else on for a little bit of comfort like you know final destination or whatever and <laughs> but i am i am glad to have seen it because i'm a big fan of eli roth uh you know uh you see him on like documentaries and stuff with horror and you can tell the guy really loves the genre what he also loves is shocking his audience the most he mm. can like uh, I don't did any of you see uh, that that Green Inferno thing that mm-hmm. came out? No,
2: nope. aye, uh, yeah, aye, yeah. yeah. Green Inferno, Cabin Fever,
0: like aye. Yeah. Uh... And, and, he, and he, there's a weird blunder in his career, actually. That house with a clock in its walls. It's like Eli Roth doing a family mm. film.
2: Oh, right. I have, I've never seen that. It's man.
0: like the most bizarre thing I've ever seen him do. It's like watching Quentin Tarantino direct, like, Monsters, Inc. Who's <laughs> 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 also a producer on this uh, this movie as well. So, uh, Pierce, what made you want to pick Hostel? Yeah, why Hostel? What's oh, wrong with you?
2: Oh, I know, I, I know, I know. This film changed me. From a boy to a man. It was, uh, what do you call it, my pal in work, basically. The reason I started getting into horror movies, I I, I wasn't really into them until, like, it was about, like, 17, 18. I started working at, at Curry's PC World. That's where it all began. I've actually <laughs> seen your photo at the Curry's PC World. It's very handsome. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Uh, and uh, just getting paid with compliments. <laughs> <this> podcast, <laughs> But uh, I, my pal in work, uh, who's, like, no those work pals, they're, like, I'm... 21 but he's like 56 Aye. he just gives me DVDs it's like my, my homework every single week and basically I went for a period where I watched about 20 horror movies and then hooked but the reason I picked Hostel is because he gave me Hostel two days before I went on my first holiday with my girlfriend to Amsterdam <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they get the idea to go to Slovakia from Amsterdam.
0: Yeah, I actually did some reading into this. Uh, the Slovakian
2: and the Czech uh, government were not very happy with this movie. No, no, they weren't. They actually, the Slovakian government had to put out a disclaimer to basically the public saying that this movie doesn't represent our country <laughs> and it's still a safe place to come to. You won't get chopped up to bits in the bottom of Can
0: you imagine if they did that for like Dog Soldiers or something which is set in Scotland? <laughs> you will not turn into a werewolf
2: Don't, if you come to this If you camp. come to the Highlands, it will be fine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. no, so
0: so uh, the,
1: the first film we had the fear of dreams, and the second film we had the fear of death, and now we have the fear of the worst thing of all: Eastern Europeans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Silas. They're at it. Great <laughs> <laughs>
0: history. been at it. <laughs> Silas Sabox, man, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> <Sabox. laughs> Uh, f- friend of the show who will come on at some point Actually, we'll, we'll get him for hostile part three <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, terrible it, what's the that third
1: part sounded fucking terrible
2: oh yeah it's not it's like the godfathers first two are all right the third one is
0: just you don't really need to see yeah it. i haven't seen the second one of this but like uh, whenever you release a part three and it's not the same director and it's straight to dvd i'm always frightened nah. like, they do that with uh i know what you did last summer as well so it's like I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer and then I'll always know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've no forgotten. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the reboot. I won't forget what you did last summer.
1: <laughs> what did you do last summer again? The dementia special. <laughs>
2: I love that joke where it's like uh, when you look up on Google, uh, the symptoms of Alzheimer's and all the links are already purple.
0: <laughs> 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 oh <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so um, this is also <laughs> it's an interesting one for me because. In Nightmare on Elm Street, you've got a set of pretty likable teenagers. Same in Final Destination, to a lesser degree. Carter is always a dick. These guys are so unlikable. Oh.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the film maybe wanted us to want them to get tortured.
0: Yeah, I thought that too. But then when it was
2: happening, I was like, oh fuck, I don't actually want to see them get tortured. Well, that that was. Uh, I, I was listening. Yeah, uh, like the, they do a DVD commentary where. Uh, Eli Roth and uh, Quentin Tarantino, and uh, they're talking about basically the first scene where it's like a, they're basically washing a torture room. Eli Roth mm. didn't even want to put that in. He wanted to just start the film with them, um, like in Amsterdam. But if people basically like the studio, I think the studio pressed them they're like it's a horror movie, and you need to kind of stick to some dynamics. Uh, so he just put that little montage in at the start, but didn't show anything. Uh, but I think it was it was interesting when I was uh, listening to it that. What they've done was, I can't remember if it's called like the psycho switch or something because mm-hmm. the main guy uh, with like the long blonde hair, uh, he was me- uh, he was meant to be, uh, it's like Ollie, Jake and then Paxson, uh, but Jake's mm-hmm. meant to be the, the main character because mm-hmm. it's kind of shown from his perspective, you know, the other two guys are pretty mental, mm. uh, but then he ends up just getting killed off yeah that did shock me so actually. yeah that's what they talked about it was like uh, to try and keep it was to try and make the audience feel helpless so it was like that the main character bang he's dead now you've just got this side character side character of paxton and you're like well, well we didn't even know what this guy's all about so what the fuck are you gonna get up to and <laughs> that's it makes it really interesting you know in the later scenes of the film mm-hmm. for me uh, yeah
0: because uh, there was also a thing that i saw where um i think jake his name was like There's theories around him. Is he meant to be, like, sort of a closeted guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, anytime they're going on, Mm -hmm. because it's like... I mean, to not avoid the language here, but these are very lads, 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 mids 2006, let's go and Mm. fuck as many girls as we can. And you can tell Jake's kind of not really into it. Yeah. And then when that Dutch businessman guy like touches his leg on the train, he kind of, it's the most no homo scene I've seen in a horror (laughs) film in fucking ages. I knew that
1: was going to come up again. In my notes, I just wrote Chekhov's homosexual.
0: (laughs)
2: And I was right. It came back. Uh, <laughs> it's came back, man. Uh, and th- 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 they did say that, and it was like because uh, a lot of the a lot of the language, uh, like had like the you know the effort that. Uh, <laughs> You guys are allowed to say, but I'm not. But, but like, they they had a lot of that language in it, but, like... We can say Froob as much as we like. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of Frutella shouts in that film. Uh, But it was basically because I crossed... Is it... No, uh, Josh? Josh? Josh, Josh? uh, yeah. Yeah, Josh,
0: sorry. I knew it was, like, a pure, Uh, like, chatty 2000s name.
2: Ah, Josh. uh, Yeah, with him being a closeted homosexual. Because you see that scene in the brothel, where, like, he walks in the room and then, like... This really nice looking lady, she just undresses, yeah. and then when she turns around, he's just gone. You know?
1: That happened to my pal's granny. She walked in on her son banging his girlfriend. he was like, Hall, he five pounds for a peep. No, on his bedroom. <laughs> She's like, Hall, five pounds for a peep show. Left. <laughs> Fucking hell. But how common is it for like, you know, lads to kind of go on holiday and like just kind of like what? spit roast someone and like high five?
2: Is that, is that a thing? I don't <laughs> know. I've never been on a lad's holiday. Maybe that's why. Like, oh. yeah. I went to uh, Amsterdam with my girlfriend, so I wasn't allowed to look at the windows. You know? <laughs> so, like, I've, I've never been either. Shout out Rosa. Shout out Rosa. <laughs> uh, you, you know, Rosa, if in law class
0: you want to talk to me, you don't have to text Pierce in the group chat. You can just come and say hello. Don't, don't talk to him, Rosa. Don't
2: talk to <laughs> him. Don't talk to
0: him he will scale you. I will say for, for context, uh, Pierce's uh, girlfriend is in my law class, and at one point during a class, texts Pierce and says, That autistic comedian is in my <laughs> law class. <laughs> Which you could be describing 90% of the Scottish comedy scene there. But uh, in this case, it was me. Rosa, you can just come and say hi. I won't buy you. I'm not called the Glasgow kid
2: anymore. It's safe. All right. <laughs> Just what I put out there, disclaimer, she had seen Dean set. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't half her own back just looking at Dean, you know. But, uh,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, you know, you've given up that name. We're calling Pierce the Glasgow cake.
2: Yes,
0: something. absolutely. That's what's up, Yeah. You know? What is your favourite type of cake, actually, Pierce?
2: The gay cake? Aye, the gay cake. <laughs> the gay, aye, exactly. I don't know. I uh, do multicolored sprinkles. No, uh, I, I used to really like chocolate fudge cake, uh, but now I'm actually, you know, I've got, I've, I've, I've made my way in the world. You know, I've, I've made my money. i am I? Solid. You know, I like a bit of cheesecake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cheesecake. I f- yeah. fancy like that now.
1: Like when you don't wash under your foreskin. Ah
2: yeah. It is. <laughs>
0: That's uh, the Michelin star secret. <laughs> oh you, know they tell you about oh, you know man. what I mean. Oh man, I'm never gonna get a New York cheesecake from the shop again. Last <laughs> <Nah.
2: night>. <laughs> <laughs> See that guy you scratching his balls in the back. Oh.
0: <laughs> I do like the way that. Um, so Ollie is just someone that they meet in on the holiday, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, right? and then. Well, obviously, like full spoilers, he does die later on, and then the photo they send are just like his decapitated <laughs> head, which just says "I go home."
2: I always <laughs> found that. Inter- I, I found that interesting as well because you see his like decapitated face, but it like no. Uh, no facial gesture, and then they send a second photo with the other Japanese tourists (laughs) beside each other. (laughs) Just looking at you like that. Surely they must have thought something was up. Yeah, Snapchat
0: filters were not a thing back then. You know, you couldn't have Instagram layers on the photos to make it look a little bit more bright and cheerful. There was no duck emojis from Ollie, sadly. Just (laughs) that.
2: No brush ups, just snake on their phone. <laughs> oh.
1: That first scene with the Japanese girl getting tortured, I thought that was a really smart edit because like he goes from like taking pliers to like cut her toe off and then immediately cuts to like a woman cutting her toenails. Is oh that... yeah. Tarantino's influence,
0: man. Just I do love perfect. stuff like <laughs> <Just> that. <feet>. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: feet, I
0: mind feet. uh there's actually there's a similar thing to that in uh, Kong Skull Island where it's like you see a guy falling into King Kong's mouth and then it immediately cuts to a guy eating a sandwich. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Oh, where was the Oscar for best editing? Uh,
0: I don't think this movie got nominated for it, but... <laughs> yeah,
1: but this one, man, edgy as fuck.
0: Yeah, like, very much
1: It feels so. like it's trying very hard, but at the same time, I actually kind of ended up enjoying it for that.
0: Well, it comes in but... that sort of, like... So I find this really interesting about this period of horror in the 2000s. This is post-Saw, mm-hmm. and Saw, for all of, like first saw is a really great like sort of noir mystery thriller that has some of like the torture stuff in it but it, it gets known now for like the torture stuff because mm-hmm. of the sequels and i feel like hostile is kind of like eli roth half capitalizing that and then half sort of going back to the 60s and the 70s exploitation mm-hmm. horrors of like that were full-on fucking like graphic and gory with practical effects and everything like yeah, that. it was
1: much less graphic than i thought it would be yeah. So I noticed it was like forty odd minutes before we even get to like a proper torture scene.
2: And, but that I think that's what they they, they tried to do with the film. Uh, it was to, to try and build a story, you know, before mm. it to, to to try and make that because, you know, in some, some horrors you do see it's just like go right from the get go yeah. and then characters haven't really been developed. You uh, get that a lot in like movies that are trying to be like this. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I, I really that I enjoyed Hostel and One of the, the It's one of my favourite horror movies, uh, mainly because near the later scenes, uh, when he's escaping, I felt as if everything that he was doing, I would probably have done as well. You know, and like all like horror, like you know, like in a Jeepers Creepers, you're like mm-hmm. nobody's ever turning back. Nobody- Just as long
0: as you're not doing what the director of Jeepers Creepers is doing, then. Well, uh... I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I believe you have a bit about that. You fucked your last kid, Kitty. Fuck You fucked your last kid, Kitty. Fucker. Hey, fucker. <laughs> Say that's a Victor Salva, the fucking beast. Oh. I need to be careful with my Sean
1: Connery accent, man. It will not work out when I ask someone to sit on my face. <laughs>
2: There's <laughs> shit on my face. There's shit on my face. <laughs> no. Please. Give her a little slap. There's shit on my face. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was pro-hitting women. Aye. Uh, no, well, not, not pro-hit, just, <laughs> just a little shrap. Yeah, just oh, a little I should say, for
0: legal reasons, we do not endorse the actions of Sean Connery <laughs> as James Bond or otherwise yeah. on the spot. However, uh, we will happily watch a movie about mm. torturing uh, people over in uh, Slovakia.
2: <coughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. because, you know, yeah, it's fun. Where it um go you know. A a Friday night, you know? <laughs> mm.
0: There is um, one element of this that's. uh So I, f- I stay in hostels quite a lot when I'm traveling for comedy. I've never seen welcome, like, receptionists being this welcoming. You know, that kind of, like, unsettling feeling of Mm. welcome that you get from some places. You never get that in, like, British hostels. So a UK remake of this would be shit. Aye. Well, in Glasgow, we have the Rennie Macintosh Hotel,
1: (laughs) if you want that experience. (laughs) I think that's pretty similar.
2: Uh, I mean, that's something to look out for now. Next time you go to a hostel, and they're very, very, you know, polite at the front desk. There's somebody getting chainsawed downstairs. (laughs) That is so...
1: The interesting thing was when this started, I was like, this is such like a, uh, I don't want to sound like that woman who's like, that's why I hate video games, because it appeals to the male fantasy, but it is very male fantasy, like you can go and do that, fantasy. and then the women are like, oh, is there? I do you want to touch our breasts? <laughs> it's like, really, these women are like not repulsed by these guys, but then the, the kind of twist is that actually they're doing this deliberately, they're going to pull them into this trap. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was pretty clever.
0: It does also feed into that sort of. I've seen this on Twitter a lot where it's like th- called the writer's barely
2: disguised fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin. I, like, I would have uh, hated to have been a casting director on Hostel, you know. <laughs> having to see hundreds of <laughs> naked women, you know, to try and pick them for the part. Terrible. There, there was a lot
1: of them, wasn't there? Like six minutes into this film, a guy says, I hope bestiality is legal. And where were they? Amsterdam? Because that woman's a uh, hog. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, I just Amsterdam, remembered yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this was hog. one
0: of the movies where I started watching it like two weeks ago when we booked Pierce as a guest, and then 40 minutes in, I had to just switch it off and just like decompress, but like, okay, I'll come back to this later. <laughs> and then watch the rest of it, like where it was just full on, like amusement haunted house of torture, oh. and it just does
2: not stop. Oh, <laughs> it's good it's, it's supposedly uh, Eli, Eli Roth that was based on a true uh, fact that he had an Icelandic pal that uh, they went to a club and he started like shagging a bird in the toilet and like taking photos and texting them <laughs> at the oh. same time so that On a flip phone as well,
1: how retro?
0: On a flip
2: phone. Having to click your phone about
0: a thousand times to get a sentence. Well, that's probably why they couldn't do this movie now, because there'd be someone trying to just get the flash and the HD uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a quote in this song where someone says, you know, not everyone wants to kill Americans, and what a throwback, because times have changed.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but that's okay, because they're just killing themselves at this point. Oh, yeah.
0: Alright, that, out. Be that a, wasn't <laughs> it. <expedition. laughs> <laughs> That's the Oh man. Uh so um Alan, how did had you seen this movie before? No.
2: <laughs> I, I'm glad that enlightened you both to, oh, the walks of hostel.
1: When I was young, I fucking loved this kind of stuff. I went to see the soft films in the cinema because I was like all about that gross stuff, but I feel like as I've got older and my joints have started to hurt, I've developed a bit of empathy. Like seeing someone <laughs> that- <laughs> you can't watch the scene with the toenail yeah yeah, like seeing someone get a drill through the knee it's like i know what that feels like
2: (laughs) <laughs> See some of somebody's Achilles getting slapped in half. Is like, my calf's killing me by the way. I mean, that's, that's hard
0: for cool. me to watch anyway. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a killing child's play like that where Chucky just slashes a doctor's Achilles tendon with a scalpel. It's uh, And even as like a 12-year-old watching that movie, which I definitely should not have been doing, I was just like, ugh. I
2: think it makes everybody. that Something about that tendon, you know, in the back mm-hmm. of the light, just going, oh. Because
0: there was one time, do you mind those uh, doors? I don't know if they have them in like uh, houses now, but where they'd have like this pure like metal bit at the end of a door. It's like sort of a spiky little thing at like the bottom of a door. So one time when I was getting young, Dean's
2: childhood, you yeah.
0: <laughs> I was staying at my granny's house over the summer, right? I'm standing by the door just like playing outside and then my brother just swings it open and that sharp metal just goes by my ankle. <gasps> and what? anytime I see like an Achilles tendon getting sliced, it just brings me back to that moment of my childhood. Yeah, I feel like having something actually done to you kind of makes it harder to
1: watch in a horror film.
0: I like Flash I always like
1: dental stuff really hard because we'd be in a dentist chair when anything
0: could go wrong oh i like eye stuff used to be fine so i thought well, i'll give you a the- little bit of a warning from when we do final <laughs> destination 2 then why there is a dental related oh, fuck. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> like eye stuff
1: used to be fine then like i can't remember if i said this last time but i got like my eyes numbed and she's like coming up to me with this big handle with a spiky point point. she's like okay so i just have to touch your eye with this don't move it because it might scratch your eye and i'm like what the fuck jesus and like yeah so now eye stuff just freaks me out so yeah
0: Final Destination Five warning for that as well. <laughs> I mean, there's an eye scene in this. It's fucking. Oh, right? uh, we will get oh, onto yeah. that, man. I, uh, oh. Paul, you said you saw this in the cinema when it came out as well. Sorry, my mic wasn't on now. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I man, I went to see it in the cinema. I'm old as fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you mind like uh, what the reaction was in the theater to something like this? Because I see, I feel like this would really shock a theater in the
2: mid-2000s. Ah, it was proper, like, people gasping, you know, cl- clutching their perils. <laughs> 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 but no, people were, like,
0: out loud, like, oh my god, you know? Fucking horrific. Uh, the only time that's ever happened to me in a horror film when I've seen in the theater has been uh, Hereditary, where uh, it cuts to the scene where the little girl's been decapitated. Oh, yeah. you just, I just, I There was just all these old ladies in the row in front of me who just all audibly gasped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did even noticed that happened in Hereditary. I thought she
1: just like banged her head. I was like, what the fuck did I miss? And then her head's just lying on the road. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hereditary, you love it so much you lose your head over uh-huh. it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a movie we will cover on this. That would be like uh, can you imagine like what an elevated horror version of Hostel would be? <laughs> oh,
2: but I mean, like that's, what I like about Hostel as well is that like, in some like uh, slashers or like gore and that, it's like, sometimes they don't develop the story and it's just kind of like a manic person just like going on a killing spree. Oh, Whereas yeah. like see the see the acting and like the scene where that Paxton finally gets put in the chair. The guy walks in and he's just ready to kill him and you can see how happy he is. He's like he's like tingling with like pleasure, just ready to kill. Him. And then that Paxson pleads to stop but then the guy is like speaking a different language. Okay. I don't know exactly what yeah, the Paxton language yeah Paxton was
0: saying something in German to him. was yeah. it
2: German? Was it German? oh and he speaks to him in his native language and it ruins it for him because he's like oh uh, no it's like i paid for an american i want an american so then they go and get the gag so then he pulls up the chain so he's about to kill him again but then the fear for paxton makes him like whitey but then it's actually him choking oh, on his own whitey with the ball gag and that's him choking on his own whitey so that's why he takes it off because he's like no i don't want the pleasure taking away from me again by you killing yourself by whiting mm. by like suffocating in your own whitey that 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 for me was like oh that like to get into it, because sometimes you like if you watch a movie, it's easier to get over like just going, oh, well, they're just a nutcase. Do you know what I mean? That's just a, a manic movie character. Mm. But then just seeing somebody, like, it's like it gives it like that proper true crime kind of feel. I think. Yeah, mm. yeah. It does
0: feel like you're watching almost like a dramatization of a documentary with like these kind of yeah. films.
2: uh because you're not saying that this happens, but the reason it's scary is that it could, yeah, easily yeah. like you yeah, could. It does. yeah I mean, um, Terrifying. I, you can kind
0: of link it to uh, comedy as well so like uh, a lot of times movies like this will just get called like shock horror and mm. like that's all that is but there is I I do get what people are saying when they don't want to watch movies like this because it is kind of shock value and like the whole fear of it but that's what it's meant to be there to do like, there's a mm. lot of uh, similarities between comedy and horror for that like mm. so with horror you're supposed to like be feared of something and to be fair I was legitimately horrified of this and I think you can link it to comedy where people are sometimes using like uh, jokes that are a little bit darker and people will always focus on the dark element rather than what's like what's the story actually saying yeah. uh-huh. to be fair i don't know what Hostel is saying but uh i'm sure with like some media literacy and like looking up some stuff after us i could learn to appreciate it like as like a sort of time setting of this mid-2000s like gore fest
2: mm-hmm. it's like why is there any horror movie ever made it's to, it's to make you feel something you know yeah. it's there's it's not meant to be nice. It's to it's to it's to be meant to take your mind to like a, a place that you you hadn't thought of, and to like, I uh, to to scare you really to like get your the butterflies in your stomach. And that's why people like to turn around and say like, oh, I don't watch horrors for that reason. You're like, well, that's the full mm. reason that you watch horror. You don't watch like I uh, I don't watch a horror movie looking for an Oscar worthy performance. Mm. Nah, you know not mean? at all. Like
0: uh, I actually, and this this will go out in a clip, and I might get shit for this, but I would say I would happily let kids watch horror films with their parents because i feel like watching a horror film it's sort of like a safe way to experience fear Mm -hmm. because uh i've seen like some people who like refuse to watch horror stuff growing up and like see when they get into the real world and they see some proper scary shit they're not prepared for it so i feel like horror is like a nice way to sort of introduce that i don't know if i would show a young kid this movie (laughs) but. uh like if you're just if you're a parent and you have kids and you just want to watch it and you can turn it off at any time if they're a little bit too frightened explain that it's not real i don't think there's anything wrong with that
1: if you have triplets maybe don't show them the human
0: center
2: (laughs) (laughs) or would you just be arguing with each other (laughs) no i'd be i'd be the front i'd be the front uh... Like. Well, if it was
1: you, Pierce, I'd want to be on the back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe not, actually.
0: <laughs> Pierce does have a beautiful cake. <laughs> uh, but I do like Mexican food.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Let's stop objectifying the 21 year old before I start to feel like I'm on this
2: morning.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh. do worry, we met when I was all of age. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but,
1: oh, one thing I learned from this film, and. After my story last time about being tied to a chair, this is giving away a lot about me. I did not expect to learn that I've been using a ball kind of gag wrong this whole time. I thought I just had a really fat <laughs> head. <laughs> like, I didn't know it was going to go, like, round the
2: neck. Oh, man. So, there we go. That, that's going to save me a soul. You've been lip. doing it, like, the back of the crown? No, no I thought
1: what? it went, like, round the back that way. I didn't think you could put it round the neck like that. So, uh, there you go. You learn something new every game. How to use a ball gag with Alan J. How to use a ball gag with hostel. There you
2: go. That's why I recommended it. There's so much to learn. (laughs) See if we're ever gigging
0: together, like down south, Alan, uh, and we're staying in a hostel, Mm. please don't bring a ball gag. Yeah.
2: If if we're ever staying, please do. (laughs) I was
0: like, the stuff with Paxton, I think probably horrifies me the most because I looked up actually what he said in German to the guy and it was something like, uh, because they don't show it in subtitles Mm -hmm. in the film, it was something like, if you kill me, like, you'll see my face forever in your dreams or some shit, but I feel like with this German dude, that's kind of what he wants Yeah, like
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's like, uh, because some of the other people that are doing the torturing, it was uh, I think there was a they alluded to the fact that he'd done this before because he took a clip of his here the sample is like a memento do you know oh. what i mean so this is he's done this before like that oh, full elitist club are like it's just uh, it's quite terrifying it's like yeah, but billy you'd like fucking epstein man <laughs> like, mm. like got all that money uh, Yeah. what else can you
0: do you know i love what eli roth actually said in response to like the slacking government not liking this mm-hmm. is like the texas chainsaw massacre hasn't stopped people visiting texas
2: yeah exactly
0: yeah everything else has stopped them from
2: visiting <laughs> not a fan of barbecue is <laughs> alan J uh, yeah, i don't <laughs> be like it's the same with like all films like if you show a ch- if, if the child is like if, if you're a well-minded person then you're not gonna go out and go on a killing spree whereas if you've got maybe some frontal lobe damage or like some things wrong neurologically then maybe you could be more prone to doing things anyway but i mean there's like people that haven't seen horror that still go out and murder folks so i ah,
0: just like uh you see that a lot actually in some like recent horror like it's mostly because it's like a plot twist film but it's like oh the sweet old granny or the sweet old priest was the <laughs> killer the whole time
2: thank you black mirror okay uh, aye, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, there is some there's there's good revenge in this film but Oh, right. the Paxton gang right. oh, yeah. his
0: is class. See, um, we're jumping a little bit ahead, but I'm, I'm going to already put ahead for my uh, favorite kill for this is, it's almost not even done by Paxton, but uh-huh. it's like he's like fighting the doctor and he throws the chainsaw up and then the chainsaw just comes and slices oh, his
2: Unbelievable, I man. love it. What a great kill. Unbelievable. I slips, uh, because the guy runs at Paxton, he slips on the blood that yeah. he's already pulled at him because he's, like, he's maimed his hand. Slips on it. Oh,
1: was that, It did not slip on the ball gag. Or was it his fingers? I think he tripped over his fingers. Did he his fingers? It was
2: definitely because he was behind him. Maybe Possibly, his fingers. I yeah. ah, yeah, He yeah. just slipped on it and it went right through him. And then uh, uh, he's managed to get to the gun. Also got a good bit in that scene as well where he, he packs and shouts in German, I think, or mm-hmm. like a, in a language for the guard to come in and just shoot him. Anyway, it's like those mm-hmm. things that are like real realism. It's not like, <laughs> like you've seen horror movies where you have got a full, fully loaded gun. Uh, and they like they shoot somebody and they go and throw it at their hands and run away with no weapons at all Mm -hmm. and you're like "Ah, what are you doing it's like "Ah, hold the gun keep the gun while you're running have the gun
0: it it would have been easier to make like josh the protagonist because you already somewhat root for him but paxton in the beginning is someone that you don't root for because he's like the most laddiest and dickiest Ah, of all of them but then when you see that happening to him it's like uh, for me like part of myself was like okay i kind of want to see this guy and he's just probably some dude who's just in a bit over his head and has completely fucked it and you you almost see like the sort of innocence behind his eyes, like the pure fear there.
1: I quite liked this. It felt like a redemption arc, I suppose, from being like a total asshole and then like he goes back Mm -hmm. for Kana once he hears her screaming as well.
0: Yeah, although uh, on that with the redemption arc, I don't know what ending you guys got of this because I know there's two endings, but I got the one where he kidnaps the Dutch dude's daughter. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you got... Oh, right. Oh, no, I got the one where he... Yeah, I got the one where he just kills the guy in the the toilet. Kills him in the toilet. Yeah, so like there's two different endings. So this. like the Dutch businessman obviously is revealed that he's like is he like the owner of this
2: thing or like uh, heavily yeah, I, involved in it. He's like yeah. he's like the star or something like.
0: Yeah, I don't know who the
2: actor is. I th- it looked like Stellan Skarsgård, but it probably isn't. Uh, no, no, it isn't. They they talked about that and basically the actor uh, he wasn't in a lot of movies. He was just a theater uh, actor, but they wanted someone. They said it was a uh, I think who was who's him that's in Sullen Root Ru- Ru- Gahur? I think they uh, wanted Root Gahur to Ruk- play...
0: He would have been fucking class in this. To play mm. him,
2: but the reason that they said no is because they wanted someone, like, from there. Right. They wanted someone like European who wasn't well-known so that it just makes a separate entity and it makes it quite scary. Instead of seeing an A-list actor who's then playing mm. another part, do you know Imagine what I mean? if it
0: was Dolph Lundgren. He's just like, if they die, mm. they die. Dolph Lundgren
2: would just be... <laughs> rip folk apart without (laughs) any fucking chainsaws
0: because I always get Dolph Lundgren and Rutger Hauer mixed up like oh no one's in Blade Runner one's in Rocky
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) apparently the guy didn't know a word of English so he had to learn his lines phonetically
0: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I I like seeing stuff like that like when you see yeah. like um, that happened to Scott Pilgrim as well The people who play the Aggie twins didn't speak a word of English So they for their fight with Scott Pilgrim. They just made it a pure like physical battle hmm. It's actually better than it is in the comic book. Aye? Yeah, that's adaptation stuff that I really enjoy yeah.
1: yeah, yeah when it comes to the deaths in this like I just can I like for the last two films I wrote them down as they happened then I was like I was so horrified I forgot to write them until like, the last 15 minutes so i like until there was 15 minutes to go so i've actually forgotten a lot of the deaths Ugh. apart from like they, those cunts getting run over by the car that was kinda, hilarious <laughs> kind of <laughs> catching the train and uh i just wrote chekhov's homo again <laughs>
0: <laughs> see i don't know what's more horrifying actually like him getting killed in the toilet that's kind of what you'd expect for a revenge then mm. but him just screaming for his daughter after she's been kidnapped by Pax and his revenge just it leaves this really like bitter feeling in you after it. Yeah, Do we like, know if there's an official ending? It was it, it was an alternate ending, I think, but they might have because re- I might have watched the unrated version of this. I,
2: I think it, the the official ending was where he killed them because like they thought that him stealing a daughter was quite uncouth. Like yeah. uh, Aye, that
0: is quite upsetting.
2: Uh yeah, it kinda it's like him killing him for all his actions makes you like Ah, uh, you, you you go, okay, that, that that's great, that guy's out of the world now, but him stealing his daughter, the daughter didn't really do anything. Yeah, you but know so
0: you can see in his face, like, oh shit, now he feels helpless, like completely, utterly helpless. And like that's what he's made all those people feel like. But I, mm. but I
2: was thinking about that. Sure, if your daughter got stole and you were already a mad killer, <laughs> you'd just be made angry, like you'd be like, ah, my daughter's gone, or do you think he would just stop it? No idea. I
0: mean, <laughs> you've seen Hostel Part Two. I don't know if that's uh, they pick that up later on.
2: Oh no, no, it's just different different. Hostel Two, Paxson's. They find them basically, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it, it I think that was a big fuck you to the audience from like uh, Eli Roth, where it's like Paxton doesn't get like he mm-hmm. gets away safe, but when people in that uh, level of power, they're going to find you if they mm-hmm. want to find you. It's like you've escaped Slovakia mm-hmm. with. Seeing all that, it's like they're gonna find you. So basically his girlfriend walks into the flat that they've got together, on. Eh, his head is decapitated and the cat's like eating out his open neck. I go home. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, I saw a clip of that, but the cat's just licking
2: his oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah. his neck, not his dick.
2: I uh, saw So, <laughs> so the what was it, the elite hunters club and they've all got I uh, they've all got the tattoos mm. of the bloodhounds uh, on all the all the murderers. I do enjoy that, um so I think we'll get on to
0: probably like the most horrific part of this like so leading up to it this I love really tense scenes like this This proper like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style when Paxton is hiding himself amongst a bunch of severed body parts mm-hmm. and he's just trying so hard not to move. Fucking fair fucks to the guy, like, I, I wouldn't be able to fucking do that. I know it's probably fake body parts, <laughs> so
2: who knows, it's Eli Roth, we Pro- don't know. Probably fake, probably fake it's body It's Eli parts. Roth, we don't know. Ah yeah, Eli Roth killed ten Slovakians for their film <laughs> and dismembered them. Well
0: this is a guy who basically remade Cannibal Holocaust, which we will eventually cover, maybe as like, uh, way a bit down the line, but it did have quite a bit of controversy for presumably killing people during the production. And polar guys, they used real skeletons. Yeah, 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 yeah as well. Yeah, yeah. So like um, that scene, like reminded me of something like Out of Texas Chainsaw. Like mm. uh, try imagine like trying to escape from Leatherface. Like uh, just as like if you make like one sound, this big cunt with a fucking sledgehammer and a chainsaw is coming after you.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also like uh, even again they like the I don't know, like the psychology behind like those people. It's like that's that guy's job. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he was just smoking a fag. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, smoking a cigarette. You know, <laughs> when he's shooting Alan. Uh, no, but uh, nah, hack joke, hack yeah. cut, cut that, cut that. Uh, no, but uh, he's uh, he's just and then just goes back to cutting up bodies. I... So he's like, he's finished his break and he's like, oh, I need to go back in. I tell you, chop I, up I, bodies. I had some hard time
0: being the kitchen porter at Weatherspoons but <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, I would. Actually, no, and I'd rather take that over, that guy's job. And then the part that's really unsettling for me is when he runs into the other guy who's clearly ordered somebody and they think he's, like, part of the mm. club and his yeah. enthusiasm just for, like, oh, I've got myself an American or this or whatever. How much money did you pay? It's just fucking unsettling. Mm. That, that unsettled me more than any of the gory torture scenes in this.
2: Great performance by Rick Hoffman, who plays Louis Litt on suits. He's, yeah. like... He's, just, he's so ecstatic, isn't he? And like he's like, Yeah, what does it feel like? And he starts asking him, How did you do it? How like how should mm. I do it? Should I go should I make it slow or should I make it fast? Or like how how did you do it? And then he goes like that. Yeah. Oh make it, make it fast. He's like, mm. Yeah, fast, fast. I'm like, no, no, fuck that. I've paid all my money. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do what I want. I'll go old school. And he tries to he goes, There's my tattoo. He goes, Let me see yours. Let me see yours. And it was just out of like, uh, like a universal coincidence that someone shouts like your time's ready. Mm. And he doesn't actually see the tattoo, so Paxton could've got killed right there and then, Aye. if he lifted up his arm and mm. didn't have the tattoo. Also, he- his, he's getting, he's missing half a hand Aye. throughout the entire thing, so the adrenaline's just taking him through everything. He's good. Aye, and fair play to Eli
0: Rock, because that's actually like a,
2: that's two really
0: good suspenseful scenes mm. that he's done there, whereas I imagine a director who just wants to get in and shock people wouldn't have that kind of subtlety with the filmmaking. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there's
1: another quote from that scene I wrote down which I loved. I just fucked a girl two days ago. I don't even remember the colour of her tits. <laughs> well Shakespearean. <laughs> yeah. They'll all be blue once those people uh, are done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Not the blue tits. Uh, <laughs> fucking hate bird watching. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the most horrific injury was? Oh, I think we should we'll probably get right and We teased it a little bit at the end. Definitely the lassie's eye. See, I thought that
2: just looked a bit silly.
0: But it, like, it looked um, a bit silly, but like
2: imagining the, how it would actually feel, feel. like Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and even even that moment where he had to cut up. Why do you
1: think that would help? Like I'm not a doctor, but, like, would that help? I don't Daniel, know, Neil, this is where we need you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we need
2: Petrie on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> if you were blowtorching a woman's eye. No, but uh, I think it was, I don't know, like, maybe the nerves of, like, the eyeball hanging out, and then every time she walked, the momentum, I like the eyeball oh, hanging uh, on yeah, your... drippy, droopy. Hang it instead, and then just one sw- cut, and then it's not really there, and then it... I don't know that all the pus coming out maybe relieve some pressure but yeah a blowtorch to the face doesn't seem fun.
0: yeah and we'll get into a little new segment which i'm gonna like uh, little comments that i saw when i looked up this death separately on youtube she's got mustard in her eye <laughs> really mustard <laughs> is it oh bro i don't know if it actually is mustard but it does look
2: like it american or dijon <laughs> Those are the questions. Yeah. The answers we need
0: to know. As long as it's not English mustard, which tastes like fucking dog shit. Like yeah. Anyone who's using English mustard as like a fucking condiment, you are a pedophile.
2: <laughs> Blood, sweat, and feels against English mustard. <laughs> Man. Dijon
1: or whole grain, man, that's all you need. You know, I forgot about the pus coming out, right? That probably is the most horrific. I was thinking about the Achilles tendons when he gets up and then it kind of falls. Aye, he goes, like, aye. He's like, yeah, I'll leave if you want. It, Go. Like, do you find the more kind of subtle stuff like that more horrifying than the, like, you know, extreme stuff? Like, Because I don't know if he's played Resident Evil 7, but at the start, yeah. he kind of loses, like, the bottom of half his leg. And it just kind of looks really stupid, but just that the, the slight cut to the Achilles tendon, like that, that really fucking. Anytime me. I see an
0: Achilles tendon getting sliced, I always like. Mm. Uh, there's,
1: I, there's a really spoilers, well, not really. I wouldn't say the film, but the the film before Old Boy, there's a scene where he drags him into the water and cuts his Achilles tendon so he can't actually escape.
2: Oh, oh wait! That's oh wait! Spoiler! I know what film you're Yeah, simply from Mr. Vengeance. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what do you call it? Is I think I think what makes that really horrifying uh, and like makes you go even more is because when he he slits his Achilles tendon, you don't actually see... You just see the, uh, like, the surgeon bend down and slit it and come back up. But you don't see Mm. him slit it, you see him bend down, you hear it, and you hear uh, Josh screaming. But it's the way that where he goes and goes, if you want to leave, leave, opens the door, walks out of frame, and you can see the hope in Josh's eyes and face, like, and it's just that I could actually get out of here, just try really hard, and he brings everything he can after just being drilled in the knee and, like, Knives to the chest, he goes and tries to get up, and that's when you see the Achilles just separate. Yeah. And you see that you hear the scream in your leg. ah, oh, like even think about it, it's, but it's great. And then
0: seeing Josh sewn back together, and that's the first thing Paxton sees of his mate. Yes. Aye, aye,
2: that's It's because it's so, I stay the doctor, the surgeon, it's because he get told that because he had shaky hands, he couldn't mm. be a surgeon, which seems fair. But, exactly, <laughs> I know, I know. doesn't even have to worry about it when you're drilling someone's knee, like, <laughs> aye, and oh. That full speech on the train at the start, where he's eating like he's eating chicken or ham or something with his hands. packs no, uh, right, and goes, "You want a fork there, chief?" And he's like, ah, "No, like I like to eat." He's like, "Yeah, this animal died for me, so I'd like to eat it with my hands because it gives me a closer connection to the meat." And it's like, that ah, because it's died," and it circles all the way back. I around. would
0: love to see someone try that at a Toby Carvery. <laughs> 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 oh, not <about> a <laughs> Ironically, a lot of Gammons would be having English mustard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that guy... I don't know what it is with, like, European doctors and horror films, but... They all, they all tend to be going for the sort of mad scientist trope. Probably mm. because of Nazi Germany. Well, that that brings me on to like a, a movie that <laughs> right. we will cover eventually. And this, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. This is one of the most. Mm. I think is like I remember Eli Ross saying that he might have got influence from the villain of this movie for the Dutch guy in this. Mm. The guy, Doctor Caligari, who's the villain in that, was played by an actual Nazi. And it's like, it gives the, I, I know it's funny, but like it gives the movie like another level of unsettledness. What, how did they get a Nazi? Uh, it was made in like the
2: 20s. Oh, but, oh, it was, oh, oh, right, okay, okay. Yeah, It wasn't like made last what you mean they, uh, what you mean, It was made in like the 70s and they went like, searching in Argentina. <laughs> well, like, like, <laughs> like, like, casting calls Nazis, please come out. All uh, oh, right, aye. Oof, uh, well, the 20s was before most of the Bad
1: Stuff. Mm-hmm. So, eh.
0: well, I, I don't know. I'm probably sure my history, ignorance. I, I failed history class because <laughs> I went to a school in Dubai where teaching a history class is not exactly the most progressive class you can take in a country like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of those people that took history ended up voting Tory.
2: Is uh, <laughs> MDF <laughs> <laughs> right, Africa ever moved over here? No, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> can
1: your film pass a diversity quota test if the only black guy is a clip from Pulp Fiction? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I don't uh, think so. No. <laughs> it was why Tarantino let them use that. And, uh, and they said just, in the commentary that it made everybody laugh when they started speaking. Like, in che- I don't know. Do they speak Czech? Yeah. In uh, Slovakia. And, mm. uh, uh, and, and they all started laughing, like American audiences. Mm. But then, like, the Slovakian and the Czech audiences watching it just went like that, like, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> speak normal. If, uh, Just a little side note here, if I'm uh, like uh, dating a guy who's like into film and stuff and I go back to his dorm and there's a Pulp Fiction poster, I see it as an immediate red flag. (laughs) Really?
2: (laughs) <laughs> what pulp fiction?
0: Yeah, because like uh guys who have a pulp fiction posters have probably not watched any other Tarantino films. Well, so if he's got uh, more than Pulp Fiction, then if he's got reservoir dogs, I'll be like, Yeah, there, there's something about this. I've got
2: both, so oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> well, I know where I'm coming back after this recording uh, it's <laughs> uh, like
2: I won't just be picking Rose up for a
0: lot of Oh, the fucking Wayne's in this movie. Oh, yeah, they always look like they're mm. about to burst into a musical, don't they? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The street urchins that hop along.
0: Were they like, I don't know if the movie confirms it, but like, are they in line with the uh, the Hunter people? Uh, no, I
2: don't think so. Because they nick his phone, and like I thought that was because, okay, it's just so he can't call for help. I think that was um, just looking, because at the end, the packs and stops and that motor, uh, and they, they're they always asking for like bubble gum, yeah. like, money and change, and he turns around and sees a big bag like bubble gum that this guy had. So he gives him it and basically tells him, throw rocks at the next motor that comes along. So that's by the way. And and then they they come up and they block it. And the other guys, like the henchmen, like go out of the way, go out of the way. And then they just start. That's also Mm. a very funny scene because I didn't think that it would take it that far because they, they throw big rocks down. And like usually like it just hit the the big baldy henchman in the head. Oh yeah, nah. this kid's fucking just... B-
1: Mutilated them.
2: Yeah, and then they just start... The brains are just bashing the heads in, like caving their skulls. You know, like, ah uh, I'm don't starting knows. to see
0: why the Slovakian government didn't like this. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It'd be quite hard to advertise your primary schools if this is the only movie that you've got representing. I think if that's your kids, you could advertise low rates
1: of pedophilia. <laughs>
2: uh, or it was just like really, really good bubblegum. Like hubba, <laughs> the
1: thing is, look, he gets stopped by those kids. Would you have run them over?
2: I thought he was going
1: to run them over. That's, well, a, that's a
2: good point. I probably would. Uh, <laughs> they were all like ten. I like twelve. Well, let's just over. say I
0: think there's a reason that in the video game Bully they don't let you drive a car. <laughs> <laughs>
2: aye, aye. No, I know that. that scene that where, but that scene's good as well. Where he uh, finally the, the van pulls away and mm. it's, the, it's the two girls that have basically done them and then the wee guy, oh, the guy the... Down. Mm. Yeah, walks out as well all right. uh, then they all, they, all uh, cause they, they run them over they run them over and then the one in the middle the main girl the brunette kind of gets back up and then the and second henchman car comes along <laughs> and absolutely <laughs> it just tears on half another scene we can edit to the Benny Hill
0: soundtrack yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did find the uh the death of the Japanese girl a bit like that was so upsetting to watch. Like uh she just looks in the mirror, sees what her face looks like, and then just throws herself in front of a fucking train. Uh, not about a bit of foundation won't fix. <laughs>
1: like I'm kind of like surprised that she's just walking yeah, about. But this Scott place. Rail should
0: be waiting for fucking <laughs> ages.
1: Yeah. We're looking for a sponsor from Sephora. <laughs> um but no, like I'm surprised she's walking about with like half her face melted off and everyone's just like,
2: eh. Yeah, do like, yeah. the business. Especially when, you know, you know, when the guy pulls away for the van before they made yeah. the kids with a bubblegum, the guy goes like, ah, all right, I'm leaving. And they're both sat in front of the car. Like, Paxton's <laughs> bleeding. And she's got a face. He's like, ah, oh, fucking stop shouting at me. Why didn't you know?
0: she play Two-Face in the Dark Knight? Like... Oh, mate. She oh.
2: But if, if she didn't jump in front of the train, Paxton isn't getting away. Oh, aye. Fair sure. The, the, he has not getting it. Like, because t- they're all there. Because all the polis and all the... uh. All the guys are in cahoots, so they're all mm. looking out and waiting for the escapees. So if she doesn't jump in front of the train, he's not sliding on he's not sneaking on that train.
1: Sorry, Paxman, I have a train to catch. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love I just that's a
0: little thing I love. Like seeing movies or video games or stories when there's a train related thing and then the villain just says, You've got a train to catch. <laughs> it's something that just makes me really happy. That's why I love Spider-Man too. Yeah. So. Joey Diaz. And it's a you gotta go through me. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Alan, you got anything for True and False this week? Yes, I do.
1: So, let's get started. Okay, first one. What? Oh, did you know that Um, there's three cameos in this? Eli Roth himself, everyone yep. knows Quentin Tarantino's the, like, half-naked guy in the window, but also... Of course he fucking is.
2: Wait, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's yeah, the Yeah,
1: you know how at the start, when they get locked out of the hostel and they're screaming up and there's the topless guy out the window telling them to fuck off? That's Quentin Tarantino.
2: Oh, shit, I didn't see that. But
1: the... Japanese guy they meet dressed in black before he goes into like the kind of abandoned building that's Takashi Miike, um oh, Japanese wait. horror director made oh, audition well, each yeah. of the killer. I still need to watch that movie. I've been told to watch it by so many people. It's fucking mad. We'll, awesome. do, we'll cover it one time. Oh, 100%. Um hundred percent. First one, one of the men in black was played by Tom Six, who would go on to direct the Human Centipede. True.
0: False. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's false. You just I love mentioning the human <laughs> centipede on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Gotta mention it at least once. Left fast, eat
1: ass. Forever. <laughs> the porno that the guard is watching is called Sex Fever,
0: a porn parody of Eli Roth's Cabin Fever. I feel like Eli Roth would do that. He's friends like James uh, Gunn and stuff, true. true? Yeah, that one is true. Nice. Yeah.
1: At the Icelandic Film Festival, Eli Roth and Quentin Tarantino were made honorary Vikings.
0: I'm going to say false because Quentin Tarantino would be definitely be bragging about that. No, that's true. Uh, according to IMDb. So where false. is the Quentin Tarantino <laughs> Norse mythology movie? I want to see that. <laughs>
1: Four. The picture of the Dutch businessman's daughter is the real-life daughter of Eli Roth. Yeah. False. Yeah, false. Yeah. And finally, Tarantino's original cameo involved a scene where he was made to kiss Natalia's feet, but it was cut due to scheduling conflicts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> surely that can't be true surely that can't true, be that's true then I'm gonna go true go the big man I'll say true I want it to be true that one is false oh, oh, no,
0: too good to be true
2: too good to be true I reckon
0: that opening scene is probably why Tarantino produced this <laughs> <The long laughs> oh. <laughs> aye. Ah, uh, so, a man loves feet he does <laughs> <laughs> I mean we joke about it, but like I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other day and like oh. the amount of feet shots is ridiculous. I so
1: they're disgustingly <laughs> dirty. Aye. Get Aye. your feet off the fucking headboard. What is wrong with you? Get them off the fucking cinema seats, Margot Robbie. What oh. the fuck
2: are you I should our feet in a few films?
0: So um I mean, we've already mentioned, like, uh, the German Doctor is, like, my favourite yeah. death. Are there any other deaths you guys think deserve to be on the leaderboard for this? I mean, Candace is pretty... It's pretty sad, actually, just seeing
1: herself like that and then just deciding to end it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm Yeah, that's a pretty sad one. Uh, you don't really see Oli get muddled. Because mm-hmm. it's not
0: like a slasher where you're kind of, like, excited to see the deaths. These ones make you, like, look away.
2: There, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a montage where... Uh, when he's getting pulled through and you see like six or seven different rooms oh, and it's yeah. all different ways of getting murdered within like five seconds that was a uh, bit that's not really a big part but uh, i think i uh, i really like when that uh the brunette get hit with a motor the second time the <laughs> that's second so, funny. Uh, <laughs> so she was an actress but the the blonde girl wasn't she was just a model but they basically they said they auditioned lots and lots and lots of women and the uh, brunette who played her was the scariest because she could just be like really the way she laughs at him and stuff for mm. being like stressed and angry and scared was just really really good and the uh, so, also we didn't touch on the bit as well that see when they walk in it's like the deja vu thing because he thinks he's checked mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and he walks back into the room it's two completely different girls mm. and it's the exact same they go oh, sorry we're just going to the spa if you want us if you want to join us I'm Like, oh, what the fuck is going on here I see. I've dated
0: girls before. Surprisingly, I've never once been asked to a spa date. Oh, That's when I knew it was suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Spa is like me time. I get that. <laughs> I've never been to a spa date. You don't need to. You're handsome enough. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so
1: I'm not really into women, but I must like see a film. It must be. Is it weird to see like a film where you're constantly going between like horny and horrified? Oh, yeah. That must cause some weird emotions. Crazy,
0: yeah. (laughs) It's one of the craziest wanks I've ever had. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, oh. Oh.
2: Uh, yeah, Uh, yeah, no. uh, uh, Pretty weird. Because they are, they're like. They ain't dogs, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, uh, <laughs> nice looking ladies. <sighs>
0: so, uh, would you recommend watching Hostile Part 2? Like, uh, from what I've heard, it's kind of just like a redo of the first one, but it's girls as the heroes. Yeah, it's the, more of a comedy.
2: Yeah, it's like girls as the hero, uh, girls as the main protagonist, And it kind of goes into, it just goes in a deeper depth to like uh, what this elite like okay that's good because I,
0: I wanted to know more about them because like yeah. it's creepier that you don't know a lot about them in the first mm. one but if you're gonna do a sequel explore that
2: oh mm. exactly exactly i right. bet it's it's all very like it also scary like i've been to, uh, i went to krakow not long ago and stuff and it's that feeling where you are in another country and you don't know anybody there like i went with rosa and We were just, we went to the Goth, the Jewish quarter at Mm -hmm. one point, and it's like really like gothic buildings. And some of the buildings are like uh, falling in and stuff, and like Mm. war or whatever, and it's not really been changed. And we were standing there, and Rosam walks up to just this big map of like our surroundings and stuff, and she looks at it. And I turned around, it was really quite cold at the time. And I just seen this guy like walk out of an alleyway and then like just stare right at me. And we were the only two people in the entire square, and then just like stared at me. And then like looked in the alleyway, and then just walked back in, and that was a point where I just like kind of edged closer to Rose, and was like, "Let's go find a restaurant pronto," because you don't know what people are capable of. Like my guy yeah, just may have been looking at me, but you're in a different country, you don't know the language, you don't know which place is from what, and you know what? See if you went missing, the authorities aren't really gonna. You're just gone. I lived in mean?
0: Cyprus for a year. I can confirm the law enforcement's exactly like that. <laughs>
2: did you live in cyprus right
0: yeah for a year uh before i came back here and uh, after i moved from dubai i lived in cyprus for a year and it's like it's like being on a permanent vacation and in the worst way possible you know like see, see, i don't know if you think this about like, going on holiday but i can't stay in another like area for more than a week otherwise i start getting like massively homesick and just okay. like i hate i just hate everything like cyprus was like that for me it's like okay what are we gonna do today we're gonna wake up we're gonna Go on the pool. We're gonna walk in the heat. We're gonna try and survive the heat, and then just do it all the next day for another year. It was fucking. It's good in Christmas, but during the summer, it's an absolute nightmare. Great news for child abductors. Moved
2: to Cyprus. I know. I wouldn't imagine you as being one for routines, Dean. You know. So, uh... <laughs>
0: so um, how many big pumpkins are we giving this out of five? Oh, fun fact: Sneeper is not what you call pussy
1: in Icelandic. It's Sneeporin so there you go yeah they got it wrong that sounds
0: like a technique of pouring a drink <laughs>
2: <laughs> also a uh, fact about Iceland mm-hmm. their ponies haven't been no, no other horse has been exported into Iceland in a thousand years to keep the breed strong oh wow
1: Duh. they also do great frozen chips <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm just, <laughs> I, I like looking back at my notes <laughs> and just seeing, flash. Um, oh my. I, I just like looking at, I like looking at my notes and just seeing faggot ass elf. That is the best insult I've ever heard in a film. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. <laughs> who who gets called that again? I don't know, just some weird guy with like long blonde hair.
2: Oh, it's in the, so it's, it's in the nightclub? Elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause, like, I, I never thought
0: doing this pod would make me self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's also a scene where he sees the guy walking in Ollie's jacket and then he turns around and like he kinda smiles and you see his teeth are fucked up.
2: Oh like that... that is Ollie's jacket. And to Yeah, it doesn't really uh, so. that is all.
0: Yeah. I, I love how like straight faced he is, though he's like, it is my jacket, and then he just yeah. leaves. Yeah, but then he
1: smiles and like it's like weird how films like associate bad teeth with like badness, because then
0: Glasgow's a fucking cis pit of evil. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. kind of got like vampire esque teeth, so like they're they're kind of right. <laughs> Good Mm-hmm. So, you know this
1: scene where he's choking the kid, but then his conscience kicks in? Yeah. Like, how long do you think you could choke a kid before
0: that happened to you? I, <gasps> I have never... um <laughs> the th- uh, To be honest, Alan, <laughs> the thought has never crossed my mind.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But now that I think about it... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, def- I, I, I mean. don't think we'll see that as a sketch on Jamaica Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, best death? I definitely think the German doctor. The German Doctor, that's, it's, it's
2: probably, aye, the German yeah, Doctor. Man. The Fucking
1: chainsaw falls on him.
2: Oh, the chainsaw, oh, actually that, do you know what, that may take the cake from me. Oh, oh you, right, you I know was all a- about <laughs> taking the cake. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, hi. And uh, the, the only reason he runs back in for, what's her name, again, the girl he saves? Kanna. kana the only reason he, he runs back in for kana is because he tells that story midway through the film about how he was on a beach, Paxson was on a beach when he was younger and uh, the little girl was drowning and mm-hmm. he ran over the lifeguard oh, to say shit. oh the girl's drowning she was talking to somebody and she couldn't see her any longer so she thought he was kidding on and then basically when he turned around the little girl all he could hear was the screams of our mother so that was quite a that's, character yeah. development but that mm-hmm. story and the screams and he said i couldn't it was like for like five years i had nightmares every night just hearing that mum scream and then that's when it comes all the way back around and he's yeah. can see the keys in the ignition Ready to just, he can drive away and be out of there. His hands maimed, he's been through all this. His pals are dead, he's in a country he doesn't know. But then he hears a kind of screams and then just decides, Fuck it, Valley Fall." now. Then I'm going to continue mm. to hear those screams. It's impressive for
0: characters life. that are not meant to be likable. Like Paxton has a remarkably really good character arc in this, yeah. 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 And I didn't expect to be rooting for him, so I'm going to give Hostel like on that, I'm going to give it four out of five big pumpkins. Damn, I quite a lot of people like
1: shit talk films like this as just being nothing but kind of gore and exploitation but it does have some really smart moments in it
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. you know what, before this I was going to say two but I'm actually going to say three big pumpkins
2: three big pumpkins? Oh,
1: so hard to mm-hmm. please
2: uh, I'm going uh, to going to say five big pumpkins because it's the hardest I've ever been watching a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> so there we
0: go yeah, I get hard watching Peter Bell do comedy every time <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, well, I think that'll and just about gone. wrap us up. Uh, Pierce, thank you so much for joining us in our little madness over
2: here. Uh, uh, got anything coming up and where can we find you? Well, no, thanks very much for having us, boys. And uh, I'll be I'll be in, uh, under the bridge uh, for the for scene dates. So like, you can come buy things, sell things, do things. I'll be there.
1: <laughs> Alan, you know, as they say in Japanese, IS THAT MY FACE?!
0: (laughs) Thanks. Alan J Comedy on socials. Dean? Uh, You can find me at uh, Dean T. Byrne, B-E-I-R-N-E. And how is it pronounced, boys? The Glasgow Kid. Fuck you. And uh, you can also find the pod at uh, BS Fierce Pod on Twitter and Blood Sweat and Fierce Pod on Instagram, TikTok. We started putting some clips and that up, so uh, a like and share of those would be really appreciated yeah. if you like. What Stop what we're giving
1: doing. me diabetes advice. I've got it <laughs> under fucking
0: control. Gavin Mori's not listening. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine the advice we're going to get from putting clips out of this? Uh. Just a bunch of travel advice from people.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I get <can> up. <laughs> Wear two fanny packs. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> It's very obvious how you meant to use a ball gag, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and of, of course, you got uh, Jamaica Street with uh, Lewis Reed, also a friend of the show. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. get him on at some point. Um, yeah. Any plans to do any horror sketches? Oof, aye, aye we'll,
2: we'll see. I'd we'll love to see this. one based on this. Aye. <laughs> I come see us on uh, Jamaica Street and uh, lose brain cells by the second. <laughs> <It's>, you know, <laughs> Cause we're all I'm, having a grand
0: old time. Because I'm really enjoying the uh, noir based ones. Like, aside from being a very funny comedian, Pierce is
2: also a really f- good actor. Mm. Oh, oh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. You know, Wow. What wonders a moustache can do to you, Tim Shepherds? You know what I mean?
0: Well, Tim Shepherds is where I bought that ghost face costume, which I actually went on at the End of Souls so dress Dressed in yeah, to do a horror movie related yeah, did. bit. Didn't have the mask, just the robe. So. Just... <laughs> You're know, like the KKK went to the cat house.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, just you wait until we end up doing Scream because I'm coming in full ghost face costume. <laughs> Uh, well uh, I think that'll uh, wrap us up uh, thank you guys so much for watching and as always like share subscribe uh, give us a follow give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts I'm indeed Dean T. Byrne that's Alan J. that's yeah, Pierce Higgins. if we
1: do get out please don't come
0: in in blackface <laughs> no not <laughs> happening no that is not happening if we do get out which we will do at some point I will not be coming in blackface okay good but if you do <laughs> I ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well uh,